Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Best Seller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Julie Cotino. She's the author of Twist, How Fresh Perspectives Build Breakthrough Brands. It's great to have you with us. So glad to be here, Taryn. So first off, to what does twist refer? Is it a verb? Is it a noun? Do tell. It's both, actually. Okay. So a twist is a noun, like a plot twist, something right. you know new and exciting about your brand and your business. And it's also the verb, to twist things together. Okay. So to what does it apply? So it applies to finding a fresh way to talk about your brand, to stand out in the marketplace. And it also applies to the methodology that I've created where you look at a category Mm -hmm. for best practices of brands that you love that have nothing to do with your brand. And then you twist those best practices with your business. Okay. So tell us about the genesis for putting this you know, in writing, what, what did you find was missing? What was the mistake people were making that you're trying to fix with the book? Yeah, I think it's so hard these days to stand out in any category. There's so much competition. Yeah. In fact, I just got back from teaching a class with uh, Tyra Banks at Stanford at the Graduate School of Business. Wow. And Tyra always says that it's better to be different than to be better. And I think that's true. I don't think it's enough anymore for businesses just to be really good at what they do, unfortunately. I think they have to be really good at what they do, and they have to be unique and stand out. So that's why I wrote the book. I really want to help businesses of all sizes learn how to stand out, break through, make the most of the tiny budgets (laughs) that we have these days. And Tyra Banks would probably say that that was applicable to her, right? Because in her time, she was different, right? Yeah, she she broke through. She had to differentiate herself. And it's also about personal branding as well in the book. Sure. And and I like you discuss in the book sort of the moment, you know, that this this idea, this this twist approach came to be. It involved a mirage on a plane. Tell us a little bit about it. This is a true story. It is, Uh, yeah. So it was in um, the winter of 2002. Mm -hmm. And I was a branding consultant. I was traveling a lot. And I was at Newark Airport having a very ho-hum experience. You know, I really love to visit clients, but I don't really love to travel because I find that the whole process is kind of boring. You know, there isn't a twist. And in this particular day, I was at Newark Airport and I looked up and all of a sudden I saw these McDonald's golden arches on the tail fin of an airplane. And in that moment, I thought to myself, that's an airline that has a twist. You know, that's going to be different. It's going to have a more friendly attitude, maybe a menu of options. Mm -hmm. You know, McDonald's likes to supersize things. So maybe I could order a uh, regular economy seat, see the plane was really crowded, and then supersize my seat. So I actually started to get really excited about this airline experience. And then I looked up again, and I realized it was a mirage. 
it was the um, reflection of the food court right. on the airplane window, and there happened to be a jet parked there. Well, how serendipitous! Though. I know. I mean, the angles where you were sitting a lot, a lot goes into that timing. Yeah, se. it was crazy, and it really it was only about thirty seconds, but it was thirty seconds that changed my life—a right, light bulb epiphany moment. Exactly. So, what did you what did you do next? You said to yourself. Well, I said, that's how you do it. Yeah. You know, I was working on some clients and I went back and I said, I was working with a cosmetics client. I said, well, this is how we're going to innovate for this client. We're going to stop worrying about what all the competition does. You know, it was Avon at the time. And mm-hmm. so we're not going to look at Revlon or L'Oreal or Mary Kay. We're going to look at brands that have great experiences, but in different categories and take those experiences and twist them back. And we did that and we came up with, in a one hour brainstorming, tons of new ideas that we had never approached before. And from that moment on, I've been, I've been twisting. Yeah. Off to the races, (laughs) twisting. So can you give us some real life examples, some twist stories like you mentioned, Avon, how, you know, putting this or execution of the twist, so to speak. Well, I actually had the great fortune to work for Virgin for many years as the head of brand. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. And one of the reasons I was so excited when they called me to go work there is that Richard Branson has been twisting for years, right? He started Virgin Atlantic with no experience in the airline business. He was a record company producer. Right. So Virgin Atlantic. I don't know if people realize that. Yeah. It's the same Virgin. Yeah, it is yeah. the same Virgin. Mm-hmm. And so Virgin Atlantic is actually a twist between um, a record company or disco, because it was created back then, and an airline. Uh, Virgin America, which was one of the brands that uh, I worked on when I was at Virgin, is a twist sort of between an airline and Apple, right? It's very intuitive. Uh, It's got mood lighting. Mm -hmm. They pay a lot of attention to design. Right. So those are just a few examples. If you're in an industry, if you're in the airline industry, stop thinking about, stop looking at what all the other airlines are doing, because chances are they're all doing it the same. Right. You know, look at a category for brands that you admire, that inspire you, like Apple or BMW or Ikea, and then twist those experiences. And it's curious. I mean, it's a unique experience. I can imagine uh, working. I've never worked there, but I can't can't imagine working uh, for the Virgin Group and and Branson. What did you take away from that experience? I mean, what what did you learn? Uh, Just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I mean, so much. But um, one of the things that I really learned is Richard has this expression called uh, screw it, uh, let's do it. And it's screw it, let's do it. Screw it, let's do okay. it. And it's actually the title of one of his best-selling right. books. And it's really about if you have an idea and you think it's a good idea and you think it's going to solve someone's problem, then just try it. You know, minimize your risk. Maybe try it in beta, or you know, cover your, you know, <laughs> cover your behind so you don't lose the mm-hmm. the farm with the idea. But just get out there. Don't overanalyze it. Don't overtest it. And okay. I've really been living that principle. And in fact, um, I took his motto to heart. So I worked at Virgin for five years uh-huh. as the VP of brand uh-huh. in North America, creating lots of businesses. And then I came home one day and I said to my husband, screw it, let's do it. I'm going to start my own business. And uh, right. you know, he said, well, I don't think that's what that means. Right. You know, right. We have two kids to put through college. Right. And I said, no, that's exactly what it means means. You know, I had an idea that there was something missing in the market. I thought there was a lot of branding advice there that was really good, but very much about branding theory. 
And I wanted it to be branding advice that you could actually use to build your business. Okay. So that's why I created Brand Twist. So tell us a little bit about that execution. You know, if you, if you have a problem with your brand, isn't what you want it to be. What do you, you know, what do you tell your clients? Give us a little sneak peek into what you'll get in the book. Yeah. So the first thing people say to me is, well, I have a problem with my marketing. I don't have enough money. And I said, well, that's actually not really your problem. Most likely, because even if you had 10 times the budget, you might not have the right brand story. You might not be standing out. So the first thing that I look at is, is what is your story? And the most important component of your story is who do you want your brand to appeal to? You know, who is your key target audience? And a huge mistake that I see is that a lot of businesses say, we want everybody, you know, we want everybody to use our product or our service. We don't want to offend anybody. So we're for women 25 to 54. And the problem is that's not a target audience. You know, that's like a census box. (laughs) And when you're really talking to women 25 to 54, you're coming out with too broad a message. So you're not going to really connect with anybody. Mm. So we spend a lot of time in the beginning of twisting, figuring out who do you want to twist with? You know, Mm. who is your target? Who's your bullseye target? Who do you really want to help? C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you talk a little bit about uh, brand blinders. Yeah. I'm, say- I'm saying that right. What do, you, yeah. what do you mean by that? So, you know, when a horse is wearing blinders, uh-huh. they can't see anything. I think a lot of people spend, a lot of executives in the C-suite spend a lot of time thinking about their category, thinking about their competition. And inadvertently, they have brand blinders on, which means that they end up doing exactly what everybody else they're competing with does. Mm. They're trying to look legitimate, but they don't necessarily have a twist. Okay. And a really good acid test of this is if you're in a certain category, print out your website and the homepage of four or five of your closest competitors and cross out everybody's name and logo and see, can you tell them apart? Hmm. And if you can't, that means that everybody's got their brand blinders on Interesting, because they're using the same imagery, the same language, right. literally sometimes the same stock photography, right? So what I say is take your brand blinders off, lift your head up actually go out into the world. We do these things called brand safaris Mm -hmm. where we take clients into retail experiences. You know, we go to the Apple store, we go to Converse and make our own sneakers. You know, Mm -hmm. we go to a Starbucks and sit for a while and see how people are interacting. And then we take those lessons and twist them with our brands. So Julie, I love that, that you're taking your clients into the field, yep. so to speak. Yeah, I mean, we call them brand safaris. Yes, and, right. And you have a little bit of a safari yeah, uh, I do. On, <laughs> on your scarf. But, it, but I love that because it's outside the box and that I feel a lot of consultants when they're consulting about brands, it's theoretical and look at this example, but really getting in there and getting you know your hands dirty is a different experience than just 
theory and, you know, analytics. Yeah. I mean, it's like I'm twisting brand twist almost with Weight Watchers, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think that a lot of people know what they should eat (laughs) and they know what they should do, but I love how Weight Watchers actually gives you tools and accountability and you get out there and you go to meetings. It's the same thing with brand twist. You know, when we're working with a client or working with a student in our online school, we're not just teaching you what you should know. We're actually helping you do it, do it right in real life. So just curious, you know, you mentioned this idea of covering up your logo and comparing your websites to others. And when you talk about, you mentioned Starbucks, I mean, what did they do? They, they, are they a good example of twisting that, you know, how did they stick out and sort of take the lead and get ahead of the pack? Yeah, they're a great example of twisting because they're not another coffee shop. You know, if you, if you read what Howard Schultz has talked about, they're the third place, you know, they were trying to create community. Mm -hmm. So the whole brand experience from the moment you walk in and you see the logo with the mermaid, it's not a cup of coffee, you know, it's a a mermaid, mermaid, right? Mm -hmm. And you see the baristas with their green aprons and they actually have their own language, you know, and they have the the leather chairs and they have the free Wi-Fi. And a lot of people actually don't know where Starbucks, the name comes from. Do you know where it comes from? I don't. No. It's actually a character in Moby Dick, Captain Starbuck, who was drinking coffee all through the book. So from the very beginning of the Starbucks experience, they knew that they didn't want to be a coffee shop. They wanted to have a twist, which Mm. is more like a literary salon or a place to gather. Right. But they were so sort of ahead of the time. I yes, guess, you know, yeah. up to that point, who remembered? Did we even have coffee? We had yeah. Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. these <laughs> kinds of places. Um, I did want to spend a little bit of time, Julie, on your personal brand, yeah. right? Because the purple is a plan thing, right? Yes. That's part of who you are. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I think it's really important for executives to embody their brand. So my brand is purple. You can see it on my book. It's purple and pink. I only ever dress in purple. Yeah. Uh, the nails are purple. True. Yeah. You know, the outfit is purple, but purple for me is two things. It's passion. And I'm really passionate about twisting and helping people with their brands. Mm-hmm. And it's also a color that symbolizes prosperity. And I really believe that branding is a business exercise. It's not just creative and twisting is fun and it is creative. But at the end of the day, the title of my book is Twist Fresh Perspectives for Breakthrough Results. Because I saw at Virgin and other businesses that I've worked with that if you could have a really strong brand twist, you can make your budgets go so much further. You can really stand out and you can actually charge what you're worth. You know, if you have a strong twist and you have a strong story, then people are going to pay a premium for your product or service. But you mentioned a good point. What about someone watching, they said, I just don't have the money to create a great brand. I don't have the money to execute what you're talking about. Yeah. When I worked at Virgin, we spent probably 40% less on our marketing budgets than all of our nearest competitors, No kidding. but we still had advertising and marketing that really broke through because it had a twist. You know, it was very fresh in terms of the visuals, in terms of the language. Right. Uh, Richard Branson himself is a great personal brand. You know, everything that he's doing with the adventures and the kite surfing and the world record and also personally committed to making the world a better place. Um, that's stuff that he spends time in his own time, but it really supports what the Virgin brand stands for as well. And, and what do you say, or, or how do you combat this idea of 
C-suite executives who are spending more money on technology or user experience, brand, they say, oh, the brand will come. It's a byproduct of the other two. What do you say to that? I get this question from CMOs all the time. They say, you know, we believe in brand in the marketing department, but how do we get the CEO or the CFO on board? Right. And one of the things that I say is- The CFO is is the most, right? right. They're the ones, right? Right, exactly. So I say, you know, take him or her out to a brand experience. You know, the next time you want to have a meeting, have it in a Starbucks, you know, and while you're sitting in the Starbucks, noticing that it isn't just like all the other coffee shops. And by the way, you're spending probably five times more for your double cap, cap, whatever it is. And people are still doing that. It's yeah. amazing. I thought that that would not last, but no, people, no, it's like inflation. People they're, they're doing it because mm-hmm. what they're buying isn't coffee. They're buying that experience. The experience. And so have that conversation and with your CFO or CEO. And if it's not Starbucks, take them to another brand that you really love. Right. Mm -hmm. Have that conversation there and then say, you know, what we're experiencing here is brand. And that's why we need to pay attention to brand. Right. Maybe they're not realizing that is the brand. It is the brand. Your brand and your business are like this. Right. You know, you don't spend years or months developing your business and then tack on the brand at the end. You know, what Virgin does really well and what I help clients do and what I talk about in the book is how to build your brand from the very beginning of your business. Right. And if you already have a business how to improve your brand through a stronger twist um, from, you know, moving forward. Right. But how do you, how do you create a stronger twist? You know, what is the process like? Because you want to differentiate, but what if you say, you know, I don't know what that means. Right. I mean, what's your, what's your So we talked already about the target. The next thing is figuring out what your promise is and realize that you're not promising what you're selling. Right. Starbucks isn't selling coffee. Virgin isn't selling a way to get you from point A to point B. Right. So think about that emotional promise. Mm-hmm. You know, Netflix, a brand that we were talking about before that we both yes. love, right? They're not selling a way just to download content. They're selling a way to get control of your time, right? To discover new things or just to relax, which we all need right now. Right. Right. So once you figure out what your, I call it in the book, your top of the pyramid promises, then you can twist with that and figure out how to express it in all your different touch points. Right. And you also talk in the book, I mean, like personally, you, you say to like, look into your own personal interests, right? right? Your own personal hobbies. I like, you, you mentioned, uh, one client, uh, who is into, um, acrobatics, yeah. right. Yeah. And she kind of took that, her love of trapeze yeah. and was it cooking? Well, no. So it was Hercules. Hercules, so, Hercules. Right. so Liz, um, is a graphic designer. Okay. And she had a website, even though she was very talented, her own website, right. kind of the cobbler shoes uh-huh. was not that different. So finally, one day I convinced her to take her own passion for trapeze, which was a hobby, and twist that with her brand. And she rebranded as Big Top Design. Right. And I had another client who was a kitchen uh, designer, an amateur, a professional kitchen designer on the side. She liked to do ballroom dancing. We twisted those things together. She rebranded as kitchen choreography. Love it. Right. right? So sometimes your personal passions can be things that you could really use to bump up the twist in your professional brand. Yeah. But I like that because a lot of times people don't merge the two worlds together. There's they strictly have that professional hat on, but look at, you know, you've, you've, there's so much creativity when you kind of look at the person. Yeah. And I think you have to do that today. You know, anybody in the C-suite really has to do that because just again, being smart, 
professional, high quality. It's not enough anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and life is more fun. Actually, yeah. business is no, more fun for sure. if you can bring in your personal twist also, which I think is so important. And just real quickly, you, know, you mentioned Virgin, you mentioned Starbucks, who else? I mean, Apple, Converse, who else? Are, who, what other companies have twisted without us even realizing? Yeah. I love what Blue Apron is doing, for example, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. not just a way to get a meal right? I had somebody in one of my workshops that said Blue Apron actually saved her marriage. You know, that's what they're promising. Because mm-hmm. once a week... I say that about TiVo for my parents. <laughs> yeah. When TiVo came out, it saved yeah. her marriage yeah. because they used to argue so right. much about what yeah. to watch. <laughs> so once a week, she's cooking with her husband and they have something to talk about. Right. So I think brands that make things easier, that make things more fun, yeah. you know, that actually give us less choice in a weird way, right. um, are brands that are really winning these days. Yeah. There's some, I mean, we've just, you know, we've barely scratched the surface with, um, what's in the book, which is good, which is why you have to read it. But, um, it's, it's truly unique and inventive and it's a new perspective on, you know, looking at different things to create, uh, your own brand and, uh, run with it. So congratulations. It's Thank really, you. it's terrific. And Thank we love you. the purple. Thank you. Thank <laughs> good you. to have you with us. Thanks so if you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website, csweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-sweetradio.com.